Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. I have not always stuck to a holiday message schedule. One time, many years ago, while pastoring in another state altogether, I preached on murder on Valentine's Day. I was preaching through the Ten Commandments at the time, and Thou Shalt Not Murder was simply the next of the biggies I was slated to cover. After finishing my brilliant, I'm sure, discourse on the second human-focused directive, I stepped away from the pulpit. The organist, a woman I loved dearly, but with whom I had had a run-in or two, walked up to me and made sure I knew preaching on killing folks was not what I should do on Roses and Cupids and Hearts Day. Oops. A few years later, in another town, one that's an hour or so down the road from Pratt, where I reside and teach now, I was confronted by an armed services veteran after Independence Day. He demanded to know why I never preached Fourth of July sermons. I was a bit taken aback. I was not aware that American history was in the Bible. It isn't. But what was I to do? I asked what he meant, and he rattled off words about pointing to how our founding fathers loved God and tried to model our best in the world government after the Bible's instructions. I honestly don't remember how I responded. I hope I was gracious. I don't know if I marked the next Independence Day with an appropriately patriotic-themed message or not. I'm not going to take the time to look back through years-old manuscripts to find out. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Today's episode is within striking distance of the fourth, so let me address our nation's past. I am extremely happy to live in a land founded on the belief that every human being is granted freedoms by God. I like the rights granted to me and every fellow citizen of the good old U.S. of A. in the Bill of Rights. I wouldn't want any of them to go away. I'm grateful also for the brave men and women who serve in our military and police forces and what have you, defending against foreign agitators and tyrants. Thank you. All that said, I'm not sure I'm completely on board with where our nation seems to be going nowadays. It seems more and more often those whose religious views conflict with the majority culture's views on things are being shouted down, told to shut up, threatened with recriminations. I'm not sure how much longer speaking with integrity concerning the Bible on difficult topics will be graciously tolerated. Are we past the point of no return already? Jesus in Matthew 10, as he's getting ready to send his disciple dozen out into the world on their own, says some interesting things about what they're going to face. Some of his words are encouraging, but not all of them. There are lots of it's gonna get ugly verses interspersed with the God is with you always stuff. Listen in on one of the bad news sections in this little commissioning speech. I'm reading Matthew 10, verses 16 to 23. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Be on your guard. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. On my account, you will be brought before governors and kings as witnesses to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time you will be given what to say, for it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will betray brother to death, and a father his child. Children will rebel against their parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by everyone because of me, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one place, flee to another. 
Truly I tell you, you will not finish going through the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Sign me up for this gig. That's what you were saying to yourself as you heard Jesus' words, right? No. You mean to say you don't like the idea of being flogged or arrested or called into court for your faith? You aren't fond of the idea of being hated by family and friends? I'll admit it. I'm not overly crazy about this stuff either. But it is my master and yours, believer, who's talking here. Perhaps we need to pay attention as we walk out the door into wolf country each morning. The facts. Even in countries like the United States, a nation founded on freedom, arrest will be the norm for the faithful someday. Persecution is already a daily reality for our brothers and sisters in the Middle East and Southeast Asia and in some South American countries. They're already hated by neighbors. They're already having to depend on God to speak through them in court. God help them to remain faithful and strong. What others are facing today, we will face one day. I can't predict when the winds of favor will blow in another direction, but I can say the shift will come. The high-pressure cells are already popping up in bigger cities. Are you ready to face the gale when it reaches your town? Pray for me that I will be ready. Pray that your Christ-following friends will be ready as well. Pray for your own response. You will be hated by everyone because of me, Jesus said, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. The freedoms of this world are here today, and they may be gone tomorrow. Those who are in Christ will be free in him, no matter what comes. They'll be free in Christ forever. Standing firm will be worth it. Celebrate the freedoms we enjoy in the USA. Celebrate it all day, all weekend, all month, all year, all the time. But don't forget to thank God for the freedoms which last forever in the kingdom of God, the kingdom that you're a part of through faith in Christ. It's sad I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.